Welcome to the Empowered Homes Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to grow strong families by connecting church and home. Today's episode is another special one. Uh, This is the audio recording from a session that we did called Forgiveness and Your Family. The reality is we want our families, we want our homes to be a place of refuge, uh, a place where our kids know that they are loved and accepted uh, no matter what they've done or haven't done. And so how do we create a culture of forgiveness in our families? That's what we talk about in this session. And we talk about our own hearts. We talk about us as parents. How do we uh, live in the kind of forgiveness that Jesus offers? How do we actually live in that fulfillment so that we can express and give forgiveness freely? Uh, it's a great episode. If you want more information about this, about forgiveness or anything, you could find great resources at empoweredhomes.org. Today, we have an incredible panel with us, and we're going to be talking about forgiveness and your family. And uh, one of the key things with forgiveness is understanding we want to create a culture of forgiveness being uh, the, the kind of main thing that, that drives our family because we know that uh, the opposite of a culture of forgiveness is, is not pretty. We got things like guilt and shame and uh, embarrassing our kids. And there's so many things that we understand that if we look at the opposite of a culture of forgiveness, we're like, we don't want that. Uh, We want a culture of forgiveness that that we're building up our kids, building up our families. But it has to start with somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. So Susan, uh, you work in our Family Freedom Ministry. And what... Where do we start when it comes to creating this culture of forgiveness? Right. Well, for, for me, forgiveness has been just life-changing. Um, and so it really starts with us. It starts with our, our own hearts. And there, there's no way that I can um, forgive others. And I, I thought this morning and in, in praying for, you know, for our talk today, and just got overwhelmed at thinking about what God has done in my life um, because He has given me just a new life in Christ. Um, he has forgiven me in, of, of my past, my present. But more than that is that forgiveness has been healing for me. Um, and so when I, I think about um, Ephesians 4.32, that we were to forgive like Christ has forgiven us, like God's forgiven us through Christ, that, that not only has Christ forgiven me, He has set me free and He's yeah. healed me. And so that's where it starts. And once I get a hold of that, it just is life-changing. And then I can forgive others because I've experienced this forgiveness that I don't deserve, but also the healing, the deliverance, the life change, the power of of forgiveness. Um, That's so good. It starts with me. It starts with our hearts of receiving forgiveness. Caesar, what do you think about that? Well, in the marriage is um, the way we leave it. We have to take that into account because even though we are husband and wives, we are still children of God. Mm-hmm. So my wife, she's my sister too. Yeah. She's someone that had been forgiven. I'm trusting in that I can forgive her because the same father showed the same forgiveness forgiveness mm-hmm. to both of us. Mm-hmm. So in our in our family, Bobby, when we have an argument, we've been married for 21 years. Yeah. And we have lots of uh Hard times, but when we have those times, we trust that the the same Father who brought us together will give us the grace just to listen to each other, and we trust each other. So our relationship is built on trust, 
So whenever we have an argument or a different uh, uh, painful experiences, we are trusting our Father that have forgiven us that he's asking from us, each of us, how to forgive each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we come to the table with that set up. We, we know that that's the, the, the foundation of the conversation. So whenever we are talking the hard topics, mm-hmm. we're trusting the other person. We have been forgiven. We are not here to continue mm-hmm. the war. We're here just to reconcile mm-hmm. because uh, God had reconciled us with him mm-hmm. and to each other. So it's it's a matter of trust. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of uh, the spirit of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And it goes with uh, mm-hmm. honesty. We, we try to be honest to each other, how we feel. But the, the, the backstage of that is, I know you're a daughter too. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm mm-hmm. a son. Yeah. So uh, the, my father will be proud. I will enjoy that each other share mm-hmm. grace. Uh, and that, that's the way we take it at home. Mm-hmm. That, that's the, the premise. That's the foundation for having a forgiving culture within the marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, that's so good. as Susan, I mean, it starts with us. And out of our heart receiving that forgiveness of what God has done for us, you said a word in there, honesty. What do you all think about that? What, 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 how does honesty play into this? Yeah. Well, I think that if we aren't able to be honest and bring darkness to light, so like what actually is happening in our life, um, we're unable to be honest, we're hiding in, in shame, we're hiding in guilt, mm-hmm. and um, we can never experience forgiveness, right? Because we, we aren't even acknowledging what the problem is. So we're, we're hiding and we're keeping it hidden away from it being exposed. And so in order for something to be forgiven, I think it has to be brought out mm-hmm. um, to experience that true forgiveness. Um, You know, I I think of my closet (laughs) and I think about that there are times when I am just mad at Terry and he really hasn't done anything wrong, but he didn't like um, just tell me what I wanted to hear or something. I mean, just something that wasn't huge. But for me, I got mad at him. And so I've got to go in that closet and be honest with God and say, I'm, I'm mad about this, and um, I'm disappointed with, with this, and God help me to forgive um, Terry for the things I think he should have done. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah. But also that honesty of the deeper things. Um, mm. So, of course, um, remembering the deeper things in my life of going, I've needed to be honest with God to say, I, mm. I was abused as a child, mm. and I have some deep, deep mm. stuff. And so whether it's this, the small things like Terry not telling me, like he liked my outfit or something stupid, yeah. you know, um, or the deeper things. Mm-hmm. Just to be honest with my father and go into a place with him. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's my closet, just getting away, the inner room of just saying, this is how I'm feeling. I'm, I'm hurting. And mm-hmm. God give me the power to forgive. And I love that all of you didn't mention trying to fix the other person, right? I think I a lot do of, that. I yeah, do try. You try, yeah. <laughs> but I think a lot of times when we talk about a forgiveness culture in our family, we focus on the other person, what they did. Mm-hmm. But y'all hadn't mentioned the other person, what they, I mean, other than maybe not telling yeah. your outfit. But how do, we, how do we foster that to be more prevalent, to be honest with ourselves and to, to really start with, with us in our hearts? Like, what does that look like practically? Mm-hmm. What I see, Bobby, is uh, when we come to a marriage, it's a covenant of trust. Mm. You're, sh- you're sharing with that person 
the most important part of your life. Mm -hmm. So when you're together, you, you share so many things within the marriage. There's nothing to hide out. Because you, the way you're living, you have to be open enough just to, to trust that person. That person loves me, and I, we made a commitment, a covenant of mutual love, unconditional love, because that's exactly one of expression of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We are forgiven because of the unconditional love of God. Mm -hmm. If we express that to our wives or in Susan's case, Terry, to her husband, it's just that confidence that uh, that person that is uh, maybe is mad at me, we love each other, mm -hmm. we trust each other, we're committed to each mm -hmm. other, we have a covenantal love for each other. Mm -hmm. So it's not a we're not solving something. See if it if it works, we we know that the one who brought us together will make it work. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we we'll, we work hard on that and we solve it out in that in that mm -hmm. sense with that in mind. Mm -hmm. That's, wow. It's so good. I hear what you're saying is like we're fighting for our marriages. And I, I find that as a, as a mom with a, a son who's 27 and a daughter 25, like I'm fighting for them too. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. when I have unforgiveness towards anyone, that's like poison in me. Wow. And I'm unkind. I'm unloving. I have, I mean, it's, it's ugly. Yeah. yeah. So. And so I love that, you know, it starts with our own hearts of understanding how much we've been forgiven. And out of the overflow of that, then, especially in our marriage, Caesar, it, it, it plays itself out. But you mentioned kids. That's a whole nother element of, you know, I've got young kids at home. You've got a young one at home. Like uh, Caesar's got teenagers at home. Like how do we get to a place where we're fostering forgiveness within them? Chris, I know you've been working in student ministry for over a decade and you've worked with families and you've seen hurts and pains and you've gone through some of this with kids. What are some examples that you've experienced throughout the years? Yeah, that's really good. So I think you know, for, for me personally, when it comes to forgiveness, I always think of First John where it talks about um, that, that if we confess our sins, God, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And so when darkness is brought to light and, and we confess our sins, whether it's uh, a child getting caught in sin or it's them coming to you and um, bringing their sin to you, um, you know, they're exposing and, and it, the most vulnerable parts of their heart are being exposed. Mm -hmm. And so how you shepherd that and how you meet them with grace and forgiveness um, really matters. And so if, if God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness, you know, I think we obviously can't cleanse of unrighteousness but we can forgive, right? And yes. so we can we can model that. We can model how God forgives us. And um, one of the most impactful moments in student ministry for me, about a year ago, I was driving a boy that I, I mentor home and um, you could tell he was feeling really, really heavy and you could just see there's something going on here. And he takes a deep breath and he looks at me and he goes, Chris, I'm struggling with lust and I'm struggling with pornography. And my first question is, hey, have you told your mom and dad that? Have you wow. talked to them about that? Because he's been hiding it for months at that point in time. And he was like, no, like, they're not going to forgive me. They can't love me. They're going to look at me differently. Um, and so the enemy is just feeding him lies, right? right? So that he will hide and live in shame. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm sitting here and I'm listening to him talk. And he's telling me about everything. And for what I know is I know his dad and his dad struggled with the exact same things, right? And so his dad's going to model forgiveness for him. And he's wow. going to model grace. And I'm like, dude, you need to talk to your dad about that. You need to confess that and bring it to light. And what's so cool is a week later, I meet up with that boy again and say, how did that go? And he goes, it was amazing. Because wow. my dad looked at me and he said, um, I, I forgive you. Um, you know, obviously we don't want you hiding this and we don't want you living in this lifestyle. Um, but 
Um, I'm so glad you brought this to light. And that's what God yeah. wants for you. So like mm-hmm. he modeled what God wants for him and bringing it to light. And this dad models what God wants and forgiveness yes. too. And so we're seeing confession being modeled mm-hmm. and we're also seeing forgiveness being modeled as well. Mm-hmm. And to the point where this boy now feels free to talk to his dad yeah. at any point in time. Yeah. And, and, and he's been living that out this past year. And so there's open lines of communication between the two. That is powerful. It is, it is. Yeah. And, and the inverse of that is true though, right? Yeah. And, and when we, um, you know, maybe we catch our child uh, doing something they shouldn't be doing or, or maybe um, they're lying or they're just being disobedient and and um, and we don't extend forgiveness to them, what they're going to do, what we're teaching is, hey, um, we're going to shame you and so therefore you should hide. And so they don't ever get to experience God's forgiveness and they don't they don't know what that looks like. And so then they, they live the opposite way of that. Instead of living in light and exposing um, wow. sin, instead it's a, I hide it. Yeah, and, and in that darkness, Susan, I mean, Chris mentioned lies from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. how do we how do we mm-hmm. listen for truth? Like, what does it mm-hmm. look like practically for us? Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, we've got to be aware that we've got we've got thoughts that firing back and forth that's going to attack us, our identity. Um, so, whenever we are in sin, or that the enemy is going to say, "Well, you are," and yes. fill in the blank, yeah, and that's going to, or that God is going to, you know, mm-hmm. He says, "I love you." You know, he really attacks the, the character of God. Yeah. You've got to be able to go, that's a lie, and yeah. have the courage just to say, help me to expose that. Because we can't do that on our own. Yeah. Like, we just, like, yeah. God just calling out to him and saying, just just help me to expose it like this like this young teen did with you. Yeah. That was a big step for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the same way of, like, if, if we are ourselves, again, it starts with our own heart as, as parents, as, as spouses. But um, once we recognize those lies in us, we can start to hear those in our kids. Yes. I had a, you know, a story uh, a few weeks ago of my son learning how to tie his shoes and uh, God just screamed, lie, 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 like mm-hmm. call this out for what it is because he was tying his shoes and he, he couldn't do it and he was struggling. And he just put his hands down, his head went down and said, Dad, I'm the only one in my school that can't tie his shoes. And I just remember right when he said that, I was like, that's a lie. Yeah. That's, that's not true. That's like kindergartners. It starts they're, so yeah, early. I know. So yes, early. Yeah. Exactly. Gosh. I was telling the kindergartners, they're wearing Velcro. They don't. They have no clue, you know? And, yes. and so being able to recognize if I'm constantly mm-hmm. working on my heart, I can call those lies out and we can, we can process with them. But it's such a huge thing. It does start early. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, and if we, can, if we can identify it in us, uh-huh. then we can help identify it in our marriage mm-hmm. so, that, so that Terry, he's great at it, saying, Susan, you're believing a lie. That's not, that's, you're hearing something that's not true. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, and there is uh, also another element. Uh, we need to fill continuous, continuously our hearts with what truth is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yes. we know that's the gospel. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. because that's the only way we can identify mm-hmm. right right away that right. this is not what truth is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's important mm-hmm. to yeah. have that reference of truth. Mm-hmm. And in the good times, we prepare with the truth, but when the bad times come. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. say, this is truth or this is not true. Yeah, that's, that's so good. good. Yeah. That's so we good. got to know the truth. <laughs> yep. yep. We yep. got to know the truth. And we got, I mean, if we, most Christian house homes would say, we want to be a gospel-centered home. Mm-hmm. And so the gospel is founded on the forgiveness of us. Mm-hmm. And so creating that culture is bringing in the gospel to every situation. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, you know, the person listening or watching, it's a lot easier said than done, you know, and and it's a lot. Uh, we we can make this this grand like yes, it's got to be about the gospel, but what you guys have shared has made it so practical, of the father and then your your uh, husband of and calling out those deals. That's not what I said. Don't go there. And, and being able to do that, the gospel has to be the center of this because that's what he's done for us. Well, I think one of the the biggest lies that we believe is that forgiveness is for other people and it's not for ourselves, right? And so I I had a mentor tell me, you can't lead people where you're not walking and what you're not, like if you're not experiencing that and you're not living in that. um, And so so forgiveness isn't just for your kids. It's not just for your spouse. Like it's not just for you to offer, but you get to experience that too. And so in your mistakes and your shortcomings and your failures, like God looks at you and he offers you forgiveness. And as as you experience that, that freedom and and as you get to to walk in that forgiveness and that grace, um, you will be able to model that because you you know what it's like. It's personal experience. And um, so I think for for myself as as a dad and as a husband, I think oftentimes I believe, well, forgiveness is for other people. um, But like, I don't know if I can experience that. And I think it's been so sweet for God to remind me as a son, like he offers me forgiveness daily and the cross of Jesus Christ shows me that. And so I have to cling to that every single day. If I don't, Mm -hmm. then um, I'll I'll be lost and I can't forgive other people because I'm not experiencing forgiveness myself. And the cleansing. Yes. Like the cleansing that comes from first John when, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just not only does he forgive, but he cleanses us in that healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We need it. Yeah. Need has it. it has there ever been a point in, in this is for anybody where you have had to to go out of your way to ask for forgiveness for your kids or your spouse to say, I'm wrong and I, I have I have to bring this into light. That's a hard conversation, but it's so wonderful to see how God uses that. Yeah. I have that those kind of conversation with my teenagers, and it's so good not only to model mm-hmm. grace to them, but how they they show you grace when you say, "I was wrong, mm-hmm. I messed it up." Yeah. And my experience is just talking to my kids, and they looking at me in my eyes and telling me, "That's okay, Dad. Yeah. We still wow. love you." Mm-hmm. It, that's something really, really big. Mm-hmm. It's big. I think as a young dad, it's because I have a one-year-old, and so I, when they're six months, they don't sleep, and so you can get frustrated and short and upset, and um, I think I caught myself. I, I was I was holding my son Caleb, and I, I was rocking him to sleep, and I've been frustrated earlier in the day, and just to like hold him there, and even just repent in that moment, and he he can't speak. Yeah, but. I think God spoke to you in that moment. If, if I don't start repenting now and owning my sin and my actions with my son, I never will. And so in that moment, I'm saying, Caleb, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that I was short. I'm sorry that I didn't love you as well as I, I could have. And, and and Daddy's sorry for that. And does he have the words for that? No, but I think speaking that over him and, and, and me owning in my own heart my, my shortcomings, um, I hope that will become easier as I get older um, now. And God really just said impressed that on my heart. Yeah. I love this to hear that here you are as a, a dad of a one-year-old and you're, you're, you're already walking in this freedom to, to say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, to answer your question, yeah. I have had that a lot. But when, when Terry and I first got married, um, when I would do something wrong and to say I'm sorry, it felt like gravel in my, yeah. in my mouth yeah. because I had so much shame mm-hmm. from my background that it was an, I didn't know my identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I can't make a mistake. And so once I encountered, you know, yeah. the gospel and yeah. that my identity, 
then I can say I'm sorry, and it feels so good. It's that's like so I, it's, it's, I can do it. It doesn't feel like gravel anymore. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Well, Susan, uh, we have resources that, that everything we've talked about today, we have resources on empoweredhomes.org. I want you to share with us one, one resource, and, and then specifically with yes. forgiveness. Okay, well, Breakthroughs is on Empowered Homes, and um, we've, we've all walked through Breakthroughs as, as a class, and it just has helped us in our freedom journey and healing and forgiveness. Is There's two weeks, 9 and 10 in Breakthroughs, that is um, receiving forgiveness week 9 and forgiving others um, is week 10. And I would say download that workbook, and if you don't want to do the whole class, then just go to week 9 and 10, watch the video. Yeah. And there's prayers in um, those two um, weeks, and it's it's good. Yeah. Super and helpful. So in our breakthrough series, there's two weeks, and in those two weeks, we've got videos, we've mm-hmm. we've got worksheets, we've got everything to to help take this to the next level. If if you're watching this and you're like, man, I want to create a culture in my family and in my home, that's what uh, that's a great starting point point for you to to jump into that resource. It'll be attached to uh, the bottom of this video and mm-hmm. just to recap what we've talked about some some major themes with creating a culture of forgiveness is one honesty mm-hmm. uh, two seeking out the truth and not believing lies and then lastly modeling it ourselves mm-hmm. and all of those three things start with understanding how much we've been forgiven mm-hmm. so that we can extend that out mm-hmm. uh, thank you guys for joining us this morning and want to thank you again and remind you if you're watching this we have resources on empoweredhomes.org we have worksheets and discussion questions for you to go through uh, we're so thankful thank you guys for being here